It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, the Vice President of Athletics takes you inside the goings-on at USF, sits down with a special guest. We even break a little news from time to time. Bulls Speed Ahead is presented by TGH. Now with this week's guest, here's Michael. All right, well, in this week's episode of Bulls Speed Ahead, presented by Tampa General Hospital, we're going to focus a lot on the lifeblood of our organization, and that, of course, is our fundraising and the way that we can... uh, find dollars necessary in which to uh, support our student athletes and to support our overall success of our program and to kind of give us an update on that and give us kind of the priorities of what we do coming up this year uh, in relation to our fundraising is none other than Deputy Athletic Director Lalo Prado who oversees uh, all of our development operations here for uh, USF Athletics. So Lalo, thanks for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Michael. Glad to be here. Well, as we know, uh, you know, we're, we're just a month into basically our, our, our fall season and, and just a couple months into our fiscal year, which always starts on in July. And uh, looking ahead to the next year, because we always just like when you were a coach, you always want to do better than when you did the year before. We had a great year last year that we did celebrate a couple months ago in terms of a of a record year as it relates to uh, achievements uh, done by the Bulls Club, with largely thanks obviously to our generosity of our donors, but obviously led by uh, yourself and, and a great, great staff. But uh, maybe just uh, – just go back and remind us about some of the benchmarks we hit next year, and then we'll kind of break them down one by one. But uh, tell us about last year's success. Well, last year we had a great year. Our, our, our team, I call them my team, is the Bulls Club. Uh, they did a remarkable job going out and, and seeing donors. And, and we got to thank our donor base for what they did for us. Um, $22 million raised. That's the first time ever we've done that in the Bulls Club. And $1.2 million raised in the annual fund is another record, which – it, it all sounds great, but we've got to raise a lot more money because there's a lot more needs going on. And, uh, you know, finishing that project to have the indoor practice facility, that was uh, that was our number one goal, and we, we accomplished that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're shattering every record, but now we've got to really raise the bar and, and go even higher because we've got – new sports coming in here we've got the teams that we have right now that have needs and uh we've got that big football stadium hopefully in the near future so uh our group's excited about raising money for the for the university of south florida athletics and uh and i think they're doing a great job and uh and i think we'll reach our goals our goals this year are really high jay stroman at the foundation has put some uh, big numbers on us uh but my team hasn't even even blinked at it. They're ready to go, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll meet those goals. Well, obviously it was it was a great achievement, and, and, and you're right. We, we've done a lot of things we had to do to focus on things that we need and still need from a facility standpoint. We, we obviously unleashed a couple of weeks ago a, a brand-new vision for the future as it relates to uh, facilities, and, and that, that took a lot of work for a lot of, uh, many people on our staff to go through, talk to every department, talk to every coach. Uh, be able to identify what they think they need to be able to be su- even more successful than, than than we are now. So we kind of have a prioritized list of needs facility-wise. And we have a prioritized list of things that we need even annually, day in, day out, to be more successful. Uh, so clearly that's where we uh, want to do everything we can to continue to focus not only on the, the great capital items that uh, come up and, 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 and things that we need for uh, facilities and for enhancements, but then also just things that we need to be able to compete uh, day-to-day, uh, whether that be nutrition, whether that be mental health, whether it be equipment, operate, equipment you know, you name it, uh, how we travel, uh, any number of things that we, uh, that we need to do. So 
Um, before we get into to, to that, kind of how your staff kind of distinguishes uh, things between uh, what we'll call more of the bricks and mortar type things versus the annual operating, uh, you know, since you've been here, you've, you've identified a brand new, or since you've been back here in this in this role, obviously we're fortunate to have you uh, as a longtime bull, but as, as deputy AD as in charge of uh, our overall development operations, we uh, sometimes have to take a step back and just realize how uh, how fortunate we've been to have so, such great supporters. And you kind of went back and did the research just to even identify our biggest supporters, what we now call Bulls Club legends, uh, that have uh, all given uh, cumulatively at least $1 million to athletics over the course of, uh, of a lifetime. But uh, tell us about how many we have and, and just how you went about kind of identifying uh, that. Because for a school of our age, uh, it's a very impressive accomplishment. And well, I, I remember when Coach Scott got here, he told us when Clemson got going, they only had one one donor that had given over a million dollars. We have 28 of them that have given over a million dollars, and that's unheard of for a school so young as ours. And uh, uh, we're not done yet for us to build the, the, the facilities we need and, and keep increasing the <laughs> annual fund. Uh, we're going to have to be up there. I, hopefully, I, I would love to see that in the 50, 60 uh, million dollars because we the times have changed so fast and and every day is something new and um, we have to get there if we're gonna if we're gonna be who we want to be so um, 38 major gifts in the last three years and that's fifty thousand dollars or more so those are those are major accomplishments for the Bulls club staff and uh, uh, they continue to raise the bar and and for us to get to where we want to go we got to the 1.5 and 1.5 million dollar annual fund goal this year. We not only got to get that, we've got to continue to raise that even higher if we're going to get to the power five. Um, so it's a it's a it's big numbers, but we've got a great uh, a great alumni um, fan base out there that you know sure they get upset when we lose, but you know what? So does everybody else. But um, it, it's for the right reason. It's for the student athletes. It's for their school, and uh, we need to continue to raise the bar. And uh, I think we will do that, and um, keep pushing the annual fund because that helps all our programs um, get what they need to be successful. Well, the Bulls Club legends again can't thank them enough. That's an impressive uh, amount and a great amount of su loyal support for a long period of time to get to those those numbers. And obviously, within the next couple of weeks, a big part of the fundraising success you quoted on for last year was in regard to the indoor performance facility. We're going to uh, very proudly um, be able to uh, cut the ribbon on that here soon and have our teams uh, starting to uh, operate out of there very, very soon. And again, that was a, a major, major accomplishment because as people hopefully either are getting reminded or have to realize, uh, we had to completely privately finance that uh, operation, and there's not really revenue streams that go into a, a practice facility like that. So it really came through the generosity of many, many donors to, uh, to to make that a reality. But we're very proud of that, both as what it means physically to our program and also really symbolically to uh, to what we needed to kind of move ourselves forward. The best part about that facility is all cash money that came in for that facility. Uh, in the past, a lot of facilities have been done on estate gifts and things like that, which we're very grateful. We take everything. But um, when you're able to raise that kind of money in a short period of time, it says a lot about our team here in the Bulls Club. So that indoor performance facility had a lot to do with really us catching up with what some of what we needed to do to be able to compete. And ironically, it's sitting at a time where 
right when we're catching up on a facility side, the whole world's changing a little bit as it relates to NIL, uh, things that we're going to talk about later with the Austin money and other things that, that are going on to just create more opportunities to make our student-athlete experience better that we need to raise funds for. But having said that, now with the IPF, the Bulls Club Legends, you, uh, under your leadership, your team came and made major recommendations in the summer as to, all right, now that we've released this great facility plan for the future, which is all necessary, now that we're talking as part of that facility plan at a stadium for the future, um, you know, it became that much more important to be able to fundraise for those major projects, but yet also continue on the day-to-day annual fund. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the major things around that was to be able to make some priorities in the annual fund, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it was also a way to create a brand new giving society that really tried to help focus our donors and, and prospects a chance to uh, look at more long-term major giving that would kind of give to things. So now that we're only a couple months in, tell us about what's called the Goldman Brahmin Society. What is it? How do you get in it? And what kind of success have you has your team seen in the first couple months? Well, this is something that, you know, I think needed to happen when I took over. We didn't make the changes right out of the gate, but I had my team do a lot of, uh, a lot of study and a lot of calling a lot of people to find out what people are doing around the country and we're one of the few universities that used to count everything when you gave a gift and we said that's got to change and and the people we talked to all said it's got to be annual fun or it's got to be a giving society and uh, we call it the golden brahmin society Uh, we have five new ones this year Uh, some people that were on um, on gift agreements in the past that were are included in this and we have close to 40 in the Golden Brahmin Society, that that gives the scholarship facilities, um, the stampede for women, and it's a minimum of $5,000 a year cash for five years. Um, and I think it's something that we needed to do to, to, to be successful and to separate everything. Now we've made it so simple. You buy your tickets, you give to the annual fund, or you join in the Golden Brahmin Society. You could still give to any team you want. If you want to give to women's basketball, soccer, whatever sport you want to give to, you can still do it, but it doesn't count on your annual giving. So um, we're trying to get – my goal is to hopefully raise a lot of money, not only in the annual fund, because that annual fund is going to help us, like you mentioned earlier, is going to help us get the Austin money for these athletes. And that's going to be something that I think will be a game-changer for all our teams here at USF, especially in the conference we're in right now. So to basically you're saying there's just under 50 folks that are uh, members of the Golden Brahmin Society already. That's, uh, that's, that's great to, to hear that kind of uh, early adoption uh, to, that, uh, to, to that effort. And, and, and so really to make it really clear for everybody, if anyone's really attracted to items in the facility master plan, which if you haven't seen it is on our USF Athletics website, um, taking a look at that, and really, if you found interest in any of those, including the stadium that we're starting to work on, best thing to do is call you, call your office, and we can get the right type of gift agreement or gift package in in, in place that suits your budget, but yet can direct it. Whether it would if it, so, if you want to be part of the on-campus stadium right away, that's the way to do it. You can become a member of the Golden Brown Society at smaller levels or as big as you want it to be, and kind of work that out, or any other facility or program that uh, goes beyond the annual fund. No doubt. I mean, we we will work with you to to wherever you want to spend your money and, and donate money to the University of South Florida Athletic Department. We will guide you in the right direction on what our needs are. Number one, uh, if, if you want to help us, a lot of donors will call and say, what are your needs right now? 
So we kind of explain to them what we have going. And uh, it's not just one thing. We do a lot of things. Um, but you're talking about scholarship. If you're interested in scholarships, we can you can give to the Stampede and, and make a commitment there. Uh, facilities and everything else that goes with it besides ticketing um, and annual giving, it goes into that Brahmin Society. And I think, you know, as we get this going and now we've shown the plan that we want, um, and when that football stadium, the design and everything else really comes out, I think a lot of people are going to be very interested, and, and that's where that, that Golden Brahmin Society is going to grow. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, part of uh, when we get now focused to more of the annual fund, which is really how we make the immediate difference and the annual difference uh, into the lives of our student-athletes and the success of our programs, uh, a big part of that, and we're going to get into priorities in a minute, but it really comes through – any level of donation kind of goes in the annual fund that's not you know committed to one of those long-term gifts that you talked about but all, but a lot of that comes through what we call our iron bull program mm -hmm. folks that are basically giving at least ten thousand a year um with higher levels that go to you know seventeen five and, and twenty five thousand and again i think we've mentioned this before but it bears repeating that when when you got came back here in this role i think we were in the uh, 80s or something along those lines for Iron Bulls. So mm -hmm. give us an update where we are now and, again, how we can get more and more folks to go from, you know, to the, the greatest of their ability to try to get up to that $10,000 annual fund level. I remember when I first took over, there was 82 Iron Bulls, and we were we wanted to hit 100. We wanted to hit 100. Les Muma gave me a go. He says, if you hit 100, we'll have a party at my house. And we did that the first year. Um, and now we're up – at 153 Iron Bulls, um, and that that's unbelievable, f you know, in just three years. We have five new Iron Bulls this year, and I think I my goal is to raise that and keep raising that that number because that's $10,000 minimum, and that helps everybody. And um, I, I can't thank our fan base enough for the support during some tough times, during COVID, during everything that's happened, and they've stuck with us. So uh, there is a commitment there from some of those fans, and some of these Iron Bulls have also made uh, major gifts to the football, uh, to all the different facilities, and especially the indoor uh, facilities. So um, I can't thank them enough, but I, I – uh, 153 sounds great, but we've got a long way to go. We need it. We need to get more. So and and so when we go from there and looking at again, hopefully getting all the way people to Iron Bull status. But whatever level they're able to give, there's every gift is is, is so meaningful, and that's why it's great to get people involved at whatever level they're comfortable, no matter what. Get them in the family. Get them to understand how it goes and how it helps. Uh, our program and, and helps the lifeblood of our program. So when we talk about annual fund, which we're doing now, you're, you're talking we, you're talking everything from, hey, priorities we've made around here that, that we think are going to make a difference include, you know, the academic support aspect. It's going to include nutrition. It includes equipment and operations. It includes levels of how we travel, um, ways we can eat better. A anything that kind of helps our teams have a better overall student-athlete experience, helps them, you know, win, helps them help become healthier, <laughs> all these things go into that and uh, these are all important aspects of our of our budget uh, and and so again when people have interest in any of one of those areas they can still talk to you and your and or their specific Bulls Club uh, representative to get to that point that's the great thing about where we stand right now whatever you want to do whatever's your interest can we can we can match that up with that interest and everybody's important I mean you don't have to give me ten thousand dollars 
to not think you're not important in the University of South Florida Athletic Department. We need people to buy tickets. If you just buy two tickets, we're going to treat you good, and that's important for us because we need to do. We need to get people in the stadium. We need to get people to basketball games, baseball, and softball, and soccer's. Um, so anywhere you can help us to buy tickets, um, that's important to us. I mean, that's part of the annual fund that helps us keep going and and keep raising the bar. <laughs> Any of our revenues. I mean, obviously, people always say, "How can I help Michael?" And and uh, you know, what's what what can we do for 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 the program and. You hate to oversimplify it, but it's basically buy tickets and join the Bulls Club. <laughs> uh, and, and whatever level that means and however many tickets that is, because our job is to provide the best student-athlete experience we can now. That becomes more and more possible and better every day from that from buying tickets and joining the Bulls Club. And uh, no matter how big or small that gift is, if we get them to continue to grow and we get them to bring more people to the stampede, uh, that's what we need long term. Uh, I want whoever's having whatever they call their podcast 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now is sitting in this chair. I want them to look back and say at this time, not only do we build great facilities, but that's when you can kind of see the stampede growing because we need those numbers to keep going up uh, to be members of the annual club, to be members of the Bulls club. Well, if we don't build them numbers up, we're never going to get to where we want to go. And and I mean, that's as being an ex-coach, I drive myself on the annual fund because I know what it means to all these other sports, you know, um, the baseballs, the softballs, the soccers. Um, the more money we have in the annual fund is the more things we could do with them. And not only just for the teams, the mental health, the, the weight lift and the, the food we give these young athletes in, in the dining hall. I mean, everything is so important. It's completely different than when I coached and played and gave them 12 bucks and good luck stop at Sparky's to get a, a Coke and a bag of chips. <laughs> but uh, but now, you know, you've got to feed these young men and women the right way. If you don't, they're not going to get bigger, stronger. We're not going to be able to compete at the highest level. So that's why this annual fund is so important to this to this athletic department. And we've made major strides on mental health, on nutrition, on equipment, operations, staffing. We've, we've done all those things, and we can need to continue to do so. Um, but one of the relatively new things, and we've talked about it in previous episodes of Bull Speed Ahead, is a new opportunity that uh, we really need to focus on as, a, as Bulls Nation. And it's become a focus for you and your team as one of the main things to ask about as it relates to the annual fund. And that's what you referred to already as the Austin Academic Awards. And for everybody out there who might be hearing us for the first time, this is a new opportunity of an extended benefit that can now be given to student-athletes directly by the institution uh, in line with academic performance. So uh, we've got a policy that can be develop that's developed that can allow, uh, again, as soon as they you know, hit certain benchmarks on either grades or progress toward degree or ultimately graduating, where they can get up to a little over $5,900 a year directly in the pocket of those young men and women for all sports uh, to really enhance that opportunity, which, again, obviously helps with enhancing their experience, have a better lifestyle now, uh, in essence, helps in recruiting and certainly helps in retention. And so we've really made that a big focus of the narrative of the annual fund for this year, and I can see for the foreseeable future. So talk about that and how can we uh, get people to really, if, if you know, even, even though it's still a big gift, it's not quite an iron Bull gift, but think about it. If for fifty-nine hundred, or let's just say six thousand dollars, you could really make uh, the incentive possible for someone uh, to do really well in school and and ultimately help them, uh, you know, directly financially. I, I think that you know the facilities and everything are important, and we've got to build those 
uh, facilities. But this area here, I feel, gives our coaching staff such a huge advantage in recruiting because there's not many programs around the country, unless you're a Power Five, that are going to be giving out this Austin money at that level. And and I really, uh, I've pushed my group that we're going to go out and try to raise it at that level because when you sit in a home and you're talking to a basketball player, a women's basketball, men's basketball, all these sports, and you're sitting there going, if your son or daughter do the right things in the classroom and they're eligible, they're going to get $5,900. Now, the biggest thing that I love about this Austin money, it's an academic award. But if you transfer out of here now with this craziness of the transfer portal, you don't get that money. So it's kind of, I'm going to stick around here, 59 extra $100 a year. That's going to make a difference in a lot of the way a lot of these student athletes are going to stick around here and not just jump for money for NIL money. So I think this is a great opportunity for every coach here to really have a huge recruiting advantage going around the country and, and recruiting these kids because in this, in this part of the country right now, I promise you there's not going to be a lot of non-Power 5 groups giving that money. Also, if you're a walk-on and you come here and you're a 3.0 or a 3.5, you're going to be able to qualify for some Austin money, which that's not going to happen around the state of Florida. So that gives us such a huge advantage. If I was every coach right now, that's what I would be going crazy on because that is a huge recruiting thing. Plus, it's an academic award. So it's not just giving money just to – give money away it, it you've got to do something to get the reward and and i love it i'm gonna push like crazy for it because i think it's it's something that as a student athlete if i'm on the bubble i'm gonna get my grades because i want that fifty nine hundred dollars at the end of the year and it's you know we pay half in at the end of the fall and half in the spring uh but i think it it'll create a great and our donor base can love it because you're helping the student-athletes, and it's an academic award. So, for me, it's the number one thing that I think could really make the annual fund really jump. Well, as I said, this is a very new, uh, relatively new reality in, in, in the college sports landscape. And for many, you know, by contributing to the annual fund, it allows you to give that type of gift to make that impact. It stays core to the uh, you know the main mission of college athletics, which of course is to play and to provide opportunity, but also to get that degree. And I know so many of our donors still really like that and appreciate that. So when you kind of combine the the uh, you know the, the tax deduction oriented with 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 an annual gift annual fund gift, the connections are still having a a core you know college purpose and, and mission purpose to uh, the gift with the Austin Award, and you still get directly. To be able to help, uh, you know, an individual student athlete in all of our sports. So, you know, so it's a goal of ours as a department uh, to to get that program, if you will, funded as soon as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. But to do that, it's going to take it's going to take uh, uh, Bulls Nation, and and it's just great to kind of hear that's the main focus of your your annual fund. And again, to to avoid any confusion, that this has absolutely nothing to do with NIL. Uh, this is completing, like you said, doing your homework and getting your work done in the classroom <laughs> gives everybody a base benchmark that they can all achieve. And then the opportunities that come through NIL will, will, will come to those that are 
able to start that business on their own with either their own personal brand or other success they have, and, and that's another benefit they should have, and that's right. great. But that can right. be a different analysis for a business or for a collective that wants to make that happen, which we obviously have that structure in place right. as well. Right. But I think we both uh, like the way this can kind of have the ability to impact every student-athlete directly with our involvement, whereas the NIL is really up to the young man and woman to kind of have their personal brand be able to speak for itself. Yeah, and, and that's great. We have that, so that's extra money the student-athletes can can uh, get out there in the community. But uh, I just think I, I've heard from a lot of donors, and I and I, I have just got off the phone before this call with one of them that she's all in. She wants to help out uh, with women's basketball. Um, and she she thinks this is this is her way to give back and help these young athletes. So um, I, I'm excited about it. I, I think it's something that we have to do, and and um, and I think it'll make a huge difference in every coach on the staff. Well, I appreciate uh, all your insights into uh, how we're approaching this year. So for for kind of summary, we, we've got uh, you've got the uh, Iron Bull platform you can try to reach to. You've got the Golden Brahmin Society that uh, if you're interested in more long-term gifts, particularly focused on programs and, and facilities and that sort of thing, the annual fund is obviously so vital to us with the special focus and narrative being identified on the Austin opportunity for our student-athletes. So a lot for Bulls Club staff to uh, work on. And anyone interested to learn more, just again, encourage you to call the Bulls Club office, go to our website and, and get in touch, and we, we can find the way to get you involved with uh, with, with what we uh, with what makes, means the most impact to you and what you where you best want to spend your money for our student-athletes. Before we uh, adjourn for the day in the episode, Leila, we do have some great events coming up uh, here as we speak to you here uh, on uh, Homecoming Eve. So that's cool <laughs> enough in and of itself. But, uh, you know, events oriented directly to the Bulls Club coming up uh, starting next week with a, with a cool event at the marketing department and Bulls Club are working on related to our, uh, our inaugural uh, basketball luncheon that kind of mirrors what we've tried to do, what we have done highly successfully with football in the last couple of years. Yeah, the men's and women's basketball luncheon next October 20th at the Tampa River Club. I mean, sold out for the first time. First time we're ever doing it, and it's sold out. Uh, credit to Meredith and her group. They've done a remarkable job. Uh, they do a great job with the football one. We try, we're try. we going to try this with men's and women's basketball, and I think it'll be a, a, a great hit. Is There's a lot of fun things going to happen to that. Um, November the 10th, we've got our Hall of Fame. We had to reschedule the Sheridan Hotel at the Riverwalk. Um, that's going to be a great evening, um, and there's still some tickets available for that if you'd like to come. As a reminder uh, for that, that's that's uh, you know Quentin Flowers, that's Paul Griffin, our former AD, and Erica Bergeron, a great uh, volleyball player for us as well. So we want to salute them uh, as the great next class of our USF Athletics Hall of Fame. And that'll be a great night. And then uh, uh, Marshall Smith, one of our first football players first teamers, here, yeah, first, first teamer, players, yeah. uh, he was going to throw a varsity club party at his office on November the 12th before the SMU game. So uh, we got to wait to see what time the game is and it's scheduled, but uh, all varsity club members will get uh, a T-shirt that day. P people that are members, the, uh, the ex-players and alumni that haven't participated and, and donated, uh, it's a good time to step up that day. And if you want to get a T-shirt, but you're going to be welcome. You're going to, we want everybody to come out and enjoy them, themselves that day. And uh, uh, B.J. Daniels uh, and Lindsey Breyer that played soccer here and B.J. are now in charge of the varsity club and they're doing a, a remarkable job. And I told them, well, let's have a big party that day. And, and I think if you come out and support it, you're going to, 
you're, we're going to do some things with the varsity club that I think will be exciting for the alumni. And then the last thing is uh, Abby Ritter's done a, a remarkable job with the Stampede for Women. And uh, their next event, their second event, is February the 1st. We don't have a, uh, a location yet, but I've heard some things about maybe inside that beautiful new building we yeah, have there, cool. but cool. I, I, I'm not sure about that. But uh, that is February the 1st, and the first one we ever did was incredible. It was a, a great day, a great luncheon, and I think this one's going to be even bigger and better. So got a lot of events. Basketball's getting ready to start and uh, and I think uh, good things are going to happen with both of those programs, and hopefully soccer's finish up on on, on the right note. And uh, and we're excited. We're going to get it done. And uh, but we need the USF Nation uh, to be out there and and help us get this accomplished. So on behalf of our athletic department, this is uh, Michael Kelly. Uh, the summary of this uh, episode again: Bulls Club uh, is the lifeblood of our our, our department. Uh, we appreciate the great loyalty and support of our of our many donors and supporters. There's so many different ways to get involved to the way that you like it, and it really all comes down to uh, buy tickets and join the Bulls Club. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Bulls Speed Ahead, brought to you by Tampa General Hospital. And uh, we'll see you at the ballpark and at the events, and go Bulls. This has been Bulls Speed Ahead with Michael Kelly. The show is presented by Tampa General Hospital. New episodes debut every Friday on USF Bulls Unlimited with plenty of chances of catching the show on replay. For air times, check out our Twitter page at Bulls Unlimited. For almost two decades, Tampa General has been named one of the nation's best hospitals by U.S. News and World Report. This year in seven specialties, ear, nose, and throat, diabetes and endocrinology, gastroenterology and GI surgery, obstetrics and gynecology, orthopedic surgery, pulmonology and lung surgery, and rehabilitation. Tampa General Hospital, other hospitals practice medicine. We define it.